welcome back to the 411 podcast. My name is Nicole, I am your hairdresser and host and this week is a solo episode. We are continuing with our relationship series and let's talk about morals and values. I've been thinking about good morals and values recently. What does it mean to have good morals and values? Are the people around you good people? Do they have good morals and values? Do they have your best interests at heart? Some of you may think so, but you might question that by the end of this podcast. How many of the people around you truly want the best for you? Do they push you to be the happiest, best version of yourself? I think that if you were to answer that honestly, you would say no. I would even go as far as saying, I don't think that I know a single couple that are a proper team that want the best for each other. They want each other to look their best, be in the best shape of their lives, live their best lives and want them to succeed. This comes from insecurity. Think about it, if your partner looked their best and was being their best, would you feel like, oh, I'm scared they'll leave me because they might not want somebody like me anymore? They might look at me and think, well, I could have anybody, or I could have somebody better looking, or so on and so forth. Most people want to see others do well, but not better than them, because it makes them feel insecure. They love their partners, and they don't want other people to desire them in case they meet somebody better. I genuinely don't believe that people actually think about how important the people around them are to like crucial decisions that you make in life. You are who you surround yourself with. And if you hang out with five bums, then you'll be the six. But if you hang around with five spiritually awoken people that aren't chasing drink and drugs and running for their problems, to escape life, then you'll be the sixth. It matters who's around you when you're going through a rough time. And I'm going to like explain this little analogy to you. So if you just imagine there's five black eggs and there's one gold egg and you're going through a rough time in your life, it could be a rough time with your partner, your marriage, you might have separated, broke up, like there might be something going on. So the first black egg might offer you alcohol at a time like that. The second one might offer you drugs, a line of coke. The third one might offer you to go in the pool. The fourth one might join in on the hate. They might have a bitch and be like, oh, I never really liked them either, blah, blah, blah. And bear in mind, this could be despite you having a great relationship and this being the one bump in the road or the first bump in the road. The fifth one, yeah, or suggest maybe going on Tinder and you could meet somebody else. But the gold egg is the egg that you should have in all your baskets. The other five eggs should be gold as well. And this is where morals and values are important because you choose your friends. Your family can't be chosen. That is something that you are born born into, but your friends are your chosen family. And that one gold egg would say and should say, if they've got your best interests at heart, mate, I can't sit back and watch you do all these things. 
take drugs, alcohol, gambling, sex with females that don't mean a thing when you have something good at home. You're going through a rough patch in your life and that is inevitable. You're going to go through that with anybody. So I can't watch you do any of this. You need to sort it out. I can't watch you ruin your life. Those are the people who are going to shape your future and your life moving forward. Say you have a bitch about your wife or your baby mama. Most friends won't see it for their perspective. They might join in the hate and bitch about their partners instead of taking a step back and thinking, well, do you know what? She does a lot. I wouldn't have the beautiful life I have without her. It's her that comes up with all the ideas. It's her that makes it happen. And I could help more. Or you could just keep it private between you and your partner and have a conversation where you both honour each other's feelings and your views. Women don't moan about nothing. If they are being respected and appreciated at home, then she's not going to have anything to moan about. And trust me, the love that you give a woman, she'll give you that back in tenfolds. Chances are she's tired, she's stressed and she feels unappreciated because she's the glue that holds it all together. Say you split up, again most people take their friend's side. I don't. I call them out. That's what I'm there for as a friend. If you aren't acting accordingly, I'm going to tell you because I've got your best interests at heart. And most people aren't in the right mind frame when they're going through something they're emotional And if you've not got control over your emotions, you're not going to make the right decision. I can step back and see situations clearly as a friend and give them the right advice. Help them see clearly and guide them in the right direction. I'm not going to let my friend walk away from a situation that can be fixed. As I said... Bumps in the road are inevitable in any long-term relationship and if that's the situation that can be fixed then I'm going to help them fix it as best as I can. It's interesting how many people respond with you'll find somebody else as if people are replaceable. If you had a good relationship and you hit a bump in the road then that's all it is. How many potholes do you drive over and the car's still okay? As long as you check on it and make sure it's working and you look after the car and you maintain it, then that's just like a relationship. From personal experience, my ex-partner's friends used to ask how he got me. When we got engaged, he got a lovely text from one of his best friends saying how lucky he was to be marrying me. There was a time as well that he told us that he wished that he could have what we have. Almost no one is saying You built a foundation with this person. You made a family. You married this person because you knew that she was the one. All relationships get stale, but the grass is only greener where you water it. And bear in mind, it was the loss of my mother that led to the breakdown of my marriage. The previous podcast episode with therapist Kelly Armitage um, helps explain Um, this situation so if you want to go and listen to that you can when you're at a time of your life where things aren't going so well a lot of friends or so-called friends will offer you a pint a night out a line offer to go in the pool with you say go and sleep with her she's easy you know like does it occur to you that maybe your own friends are envious of what you have 
that instead of doing the hard work on themselves to be the better man, it's easier to pull you off your pedestal and remind you of who you used to be before you met her. That's right, mate, come down off your pedestal, let's act like we're 22 again. I bet that doesn't occur to the majority of you, because we all like to think that our friends want the best for us. One thing is that most people giving you advice are not in a position to be doing so. They should really be saying, mate, I'm not really in a position to give you advice. Look at me. I cheat, I take drugs, I drink, my life's a mess. And I've told you, I wish I had what you have at home. There's been a story in the news this week about singer Adam Levine. He allegedly cheated on his wife of eight years with an Instagram model. His wife was a Victoria's Secret model. He literally married a supermodel who gave him two babies and is currently pregnant with their third. And I can't help but question, what is wrong with men? I know that women cheat too, but it's more likely for a man to cheat than a woman. I detest when people say all men cheat. That shouldn't even be a thing. Where are your morals and values? You entered a commitment of marriage to someone and she'd sacrificed her body three times and that is how you repair public humiliation. I don't want to be rude, but when men cheat, they never upgrade, do they? They always go for less than. And I've sat and I've thought, what what makes men cheat? Why don't they have good morals and good values? Is it the way that they're raised? Or is it society saying stupid things like all men cheat as if it's okay? I'll tell you why men cheat. Men cheat because they've got low self-esteem. They feel like they need their cup filled up because they aren't getting their needs met at home. And instead of having the emotional intelligence to sit down with your wife and have a conversation as to how you deal with your issues, who, by the way, is a mum of two and soon to be three, do you think all her needs are met? He just chooses to go on social media and find some 20-something child to have an affair with. And bear in mind, your brain isn't even fully developed until it's 25. So there's no way in this Sumner, which is our name, by the way, have anything in common. He is 43 years old. She's almost half his age. Needed a ego boost, eh? You needed an ego boost because your wife's pregnant and you're not getting what you've got. Like, you're not getting your meats mate at home. How sad. And by the way, I did a good Google search and according to nextluxury.com, a man doesn't fully mature until he's 43. That's 11 years after a woman that fully matures at 32. Adam Levine still hasn't matured the fucking moron that he is. His wife's 34, so he's obviously got a thing for younger women. I think that there's a thing about these men that go for younger women. I'm pretty sure that she was flattered at the time. He's Adam Levine. And women that are younger are easier to prey on. They can't get women their own age because they would call them out in their bullshit. It's as simple as that. 
the thing when people cheat or they're in a long-term relationship and it ends, it doesn't just affect those two people, it affects the wider community. You don't just marry a person, you marry the family, you've got soul ties to these people. That is so underrated. Where are the people in his life that can help guide him in the right direction and say, this is the best thing that's ever happened to you and I can't watch you ruin your life? The people who hold these men accountable to say, you chose to ask this woman to marry you, you said for better, for worse. If you were going through a rough patch, then you must communicate to make it over that hump. Not go and cheat and make the issue ten times fucking worse. Back in the day, our grandparents would hold their sons accountable for their actions. Now it just seems like they gaslight the victim. It seems like nobody takes accountability and it is destroying society. No one appears to be in it for the long term anymore and I feel like that's really, really sad. We live in a society where people think that folk are replaceable, but they're not and they're replacing them with less than. It's ludicrous. Folk ought to be ashamed of themselves. Men are more interested in instant gratification than actual human beings who they've chose to spend their lives with. A man will not let a good woman walk away, but a boy with pride will lose his treasured possession because of his ego. Men who choose to be in a relationship with strong, independent women often end up feeling insecure as they aren't needed as such. I know as a wife, I tried to motivate my husband and bring out the best self for him, for me, for my family to create a good role model. And when you put a pressure on a man, he runs to a weaker female. Someone who can't see his bullshit. I mean, Adam Levine even wanted to name his third child after Sumner. How sick must his wife feel? How do you come back from that? I can only imagine if this were Behati, I think that's how you say her name, I hope that I'm saying her name right, but imagine the tabloids, the names she would be called, and wanting to name her child after the guy she had an affair with, that would be a whole other story. And it seems like he's just getting away with it. Personally, I think that she should leave him. And I know that it's hard being married and you've got to work through things like and having children together is like just a whole other ball game and especially having another one on the way. It must be horrendous. I really feel for her and it's public humiliation on top of being pregnant and not feeling and not looking your best. Like my heart breaks for her. That kind of behaviour only gets worse and it wouldn't be long before he wasn't getting his meat's net again at home like wah wah wah. A man cannot handle the same heart as he gives a woman. His ego would be so bruised and if there's one thing I've learnt is that it might make, break your heart to see your man with somebody else, but I promise you it'll hurt a man's ego seeing you on the arm of another man much more. This year, I learned that the people who run after they hurt you and leave you to deal with the results alone also run for themselves. And him, 
a man's pride will cause him to lose the woman he loves instead of changing his ways, apologising. He'll just occupy his time with another woman so that he doesn't miss the woman that he loves. Now, I had a wee quick look like at this statement. So this is Adam Levine's statement, right? And this just makes me sick to my stomach. Because as I said, it would be a whole other ball game if it was his wife that had the affair. So he said, I use pure judgment in speaking to anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair nonetheless. I crossed the line during a regrettable period of my life. In certain instances, it became inappropriate and I have addressed that and taken proactive steps to remedy this with my family. He continued, my wife and my family is all I care about in the world, clearly no. To be this naive and stupid enough to risk the only thing that tr truly matters to me is the greatest mistake I could ever make. I will never make it again. I take full responsibility and we will get through it and we will get through it together. So interesting that he says we will get through it together. So his stupid, stupid behaviour is somehow now his wife's problem to get through. It's just ridiculous. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. He's a grown man. These are grown men out cheating on their wives, like, when they're going through difficult times in their life. Like, she's going through a pregnancy. That's difficult. She's a mama too already. She's got a career of her own. She's got a household to run like anybody else. And she's got to worry about, like, pleasing her husband. Her husband should know that, it's not a time where she maybe feels her best or has the energy or it, it's his time to make her feel beautiful and sexy and adored and admired and appreciated and protected and supported. It just, just makes me sick. I think like a lot of people, as I said, friends, family will, will offer to go out with you, hand you, drink, drugs, whatever. See, instead of drinking it away, smoking it away, sleeping it away, eating it away, fucking it away, running for it, sit with it. Healing happens by feeling. This is where your friends and family come in to hold you accountable for your actions. Your family, especially your mother, should be saying, I didn't raise you to treat your wife and kids this way. You have a moral obligation to protect these people at all costs. If you didn't feel happy, then you must communicate it in an adult and mature manner with respect. So many people seem incapable of this. It's really shocking. I believe that most things can be solved with communication. You've entered a marriage and you've said, I will honour and protect you. That shouldn't mean you have to be protected from your own husband. Insecurity just has so much to answer for. It really does. A guy once told me, a man is only insecure about a woman he knows deserves better. And that hit me. These guys go for trophy wives that make them look good and give them somebody to boast about and be like, oh, look at me. Look, I'm the man. It's embarrassing somewhere along the line that they feel they need to show the boys they've still got it and they can get girls. 
forgetting the fact that they've got a fucking powerhouse of a woman at home. Like, Adam Levine has a fucking Victoria's Secret model at home. What more could you ask for? And I know that people might say, oh, just because she's beautiful, she could be boring or whatever. That's a shit excuse. I doubt very much that she's boring. She's been around the world. She speaks different languages. I'm pretty sure she's got a little tour other than just being a pretty face. I've been there with my husband while he told me that he enjoyed attention and compliments for other women, that he had apparently had a list as long as his arm, a woman who wanted to be with him. I know Avril, Le- Avril, I know Adam Levine probably does have a list as long as his arm of people that want to be with him because he is who he is, but how embarrassing is that? The attention for other females is more important than your own family at a crucial time. Have you ever heard the saying, once you taste respect, attention doesn't taste so sweet? I would rather sit with a person who valued and respected me than a hundred guys that wanted to sleep with me. That is the ick. As a person, as a human, you want to be valued. You're not just a body. These men are fucked up. They have it all and it's just not enough. And at what point does society start holding these boys, because they're not even men, we're not going to call them men anymore, accountable? You're saying that men can run the world, but they can't control themselves enough to not cheat? That they just fall and land inside some chick? They graft? That's the most disrespectful part of it. And your wife is hard working and birth babies and looks fucking incredible while doing so. And you're giving other females your time and energy while she's raising your kids. That's not a real man. That is a boy. I hear it all the time. He had a terrible upbringing. Oh, he's been through a lot. So that makes him okay to like shit all over you and destroy you as a person. Have you questioned him why you weren't good enough and if you could have done more? Absolutely not. I didn't grow up with role models. I grew up with people that I didn't want to be like and I've seen situations that I never wanted to be in. Not all of us are dealt the right cards, but it doesn't mean that you can, can't reshuffle your deck and have a better outcome. We choose who we want to be. That's bullshit that men don't know how to talk about their feelings, especially Adam Levine who has all the money in the world and access to the best therapist that can help him. Refuse to inherit dysfunction, learn new ways instead of living what you've lived. I just think men are weak and I'm sorry that might be a controversial statement and I know it's quite broad and not all men are the same and all that but I'm honestly struggling with that at the minute like because all I'm hearing and all I'm seeing is men who don't hold themselves accountable, who blame everybody else, and they just go about ruining people's lives. And it is absolutely unacceptable. They don't know how to stand on their own two feet and take accountability. And I'm sorry, but he is sorry he got caught. He's not sorry what he did. He's gaslighting the mistress and he's a statement and she's got all the receipts. My in-laws gaslit me. When it came to the abuse that I was suffering at the, at the most crucial time in my life, they refused to accept their son had done wrong and it ruined his marriage and it almost cost me my own life. 
we have to sort out society and teach our children and hold them accountable. Ensure that they uphold good morals and good values. What happened to bringing shame in the family? What happened to like back in the day if you'd done something like this and people being like the neighbours? Like I know people say they don't give a fuck what other people think, but they absolutely fucking should. They should feel responsible. They should feel embarrassed at what they've done. That's how it used to be. And I know people say times have changed and it doesn't matter, but you should always have your best interest at heart. It doesn't matter what bloody century we're living in. People are going to make mistakes in life, but you should not stand by and watch your partner, friend or family member ruin their fucking life because it doesn't only affect them. As I said, it affects the wider community. When anybody's cheated on, left, abandoned, there's trauma and they need to deal with that. And it's a shame that it's taken eight years to see the man for who he really is. As I said, I hope he leaves as I don't feel like that was kind of one-off behaviour. Um, there was other people that have since come out and said that they also um, received DMs from him. And although I don't always agree with, with leaving as being the answer, um, I hope that she gives birth. She gets back to herself and she remembers who the fuck she is. And the thing is, men like this, you feel totally broken inside and you question everything. But when you finally heal and you realise they had nothing to offer you for day dot, just lies and bullshit, and that it was you that had everything that they wanted. The woman is the rock, the pillar, the foundation. A man is nothing without a woman. A woman brings a man into this world and that's how they disrespect him. She makes him a man. We be doing it on our own and I don't believe it's the be all and end all to be with somebody else. Obviously, it's nice to share your life with somebody as long as it's the right person and they value and respect you. And most importantly, they understand how to handle gold. They can look at it. They can identify it. They know how to treat it. These gravel dealers like Adam Levine present themselves as gold dealers and pretend how to handle it and over time that gold coating wears off and their true colours come through. So question yourself, question the people around you. Do they have good morals and values? Think back to times in your life where you have sat with your friends and you've told them about what's went on and bear in mind you must be honest when you're speaking to your friends and family in order for them to give you honest advice or the right advice back. But yeah, question everything do you have good morals and values when it comes to your friends and they're going through are you the friend that's offered a pint a night out a line told them to go on tinder told them to go and sleep with somebody else told them they can get someone else after this person has come out of a long-term relationship or they've cheated on their wife or their baby mama with somebody that's less than like question yourself question everything Get rid of people in your life that have gave you advice like that. I'm not saying that they're not good people. I think that it's got a lot to do with the environment that they grow up in. I know where I grew up, it's it's normal here for people to do coke. It's seen as being normal. That's no normal. If your friends and family want the best for you, they are not going to hand you anything that's detrimental to your brain health, that's detrimental to your mental health. And alcohol is detrimental to your brain health. And drugs is most certainly 
detriment of your brain and your mental health. That, especially when you're going through the worst time of your life and in that first month or whatever, when you're single and you think you're living life and you're living your best life and you're on coke and you're high as fuck, once you come down from that and you realise what you have done, that you have destroyed your family, that you have destroyed your own life, that you've robbed your yourself and your family a beautiful future, that's when the come down can be detrimental to your life. You might make the wrong decision and you might choose to commit suicide or the drugs might take you over. And for me, that's not a place that I'm letting my friends go. That's not even a place that I'm letting myself go at the minute, having lost my mum and all that. Like, marriage breakdown, it's been extremely tough, but I will not let myself go there. I'll not let myself pick up a drink. I'll not let myself touch drugs. It's, it's never been for me anyway. I'm going to heal from, from within, and I'm not chasing anything apart from happiness and inner peace. So that's what I want for all of you guys listening. And I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode today. And we'll see you again for another episode next week. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave leave a little review on Apple or Spotify and screenshot the episodes and share it on your socials. It really means a lot. Thank you so much for your time. Speak again soon. Bye.